BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday. And it is Friday. We're ringing in Friday with a first-time co-host, Hannah Burner. Hello, an, Hannah Burner. It is such an honor and a privilege. I've manifested this and we've made it happen. Oh my God. Well, it's Friday and we do a little thing here on Friday <laughs> that I hopefully you can join me. Okay, ready? I think you'll know it when you hear it. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, uh, Friday, uh, getting down on Friday. Yeah, we are. Thank you. That was stunning. Thank you so much for doing that. Welcome. And now I'm awake. Yes. First time co-host, guest, Hannah Burner. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I've been that like outskirt friend where you're like so tight with Taylor Strecker, mm-hmm. Darren Karp, and I'm friends with them. And I'm like, so how do I join like the friend group? And they're like, don't force it. <laughs> they're like, don't force it. If you force it, she'll hate you. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit and manifest with my crystals. Well, we do have to say how this was the second time trying to get you on the show. Yes. The first time you di- you guys did like back out on us. It, you know what? It was one of those... Um, out of your control moments. Out of control moments I that I did cry about. Oh, Paige and no. I did get in a fight about... Paige and I were going to come on together. Yeah. And it was like a... Whatever. It was like a thing. A thing. With the network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a thing. Um, so thank you so much for being here. I know you're like super busy, but I know that you are a pop culture girly and I'm excited to just sit down, talk, chat, fellow female comedian to another. Like, you know, it's so hard out there for us. It's just so hard in this male dominated industry that we're just taking over. Um, I do have to say that I did put on these nails for you. However, I feel like I took women back like 10 years with these. Okay. Here's the thing. I love press on nails. Like I'm a one thing about me is that I'm a press-on nail girly. She's like, a girly. I don't have nails right now, and like I probably will tomorrow, and they will be press-on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an art. Because I just tried to poop before the show, and I couldn't wipe my own asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, how am I going to take down the patriarchy? Without the ability to wipe your own asshole. To use your fingers. No, that's that's we true. didn't think about this i mean could i stab a motherfucker absolutely Hell yes but um, probably not because those aren't really glued on very well <laughs> one fell off like right before you sat down so if you tried to stab someone like your nail would probably just i was off. like do you love and she's like get your fake nails off, off my the floor, floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay our carpet here is like a cesspool of disaster now there's just one of your nails floating around in it and it's very on brand it's like you know it's just a part carpets of, are great because they just eat it up soak it up it's a part of toast history now <laughs> yeah. you know i love that also i wanted to let you know that I have a common story with you and Teresa Judice. Oh. Because I used to work for Betches as an interviewer. Oh, I didn't know that. Back oh, in the day. I know this story. Like, like, kind of. But go say it. So, yeah. I, I was confident because I'm half Italian, half Jewish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I didn't watch Real Housewives of New Jersey and I just was like, I know this woman's name. Mm -hmm. And I get up and I'm so cocky and confident and I'm like, Teresa Gwitty J. And she goes, <laughs> what'd you call me? That's not my name. Yeah. And I'm so embarrassed we get over it. I, I've seen that video, by the way, and it's <laughs> one of the best things on the internet. Like, I highly recommend everyone go find it. And I love that I, like, kept it in because I edited it and I was like, she deserves to tell the people the truth. No, it's an honest moment. Thank you. Fast forward. Yeah. I see Teresa on the street. She's, like, wearing a gown, doing something important. And we make eye contact. And I could tell she knows who I am. And I'm like, oh, my God, Teresa loves me. And I'm like, hi. And she goes, girl with no job. <laughs> and I'm like, I deserve that. We're one for one. <laughs> We're one for one. And I went for it. Like, I just went with it because I'm not going to tell Teresa she's wrong. Honestly, though, like, the fact that Teresa knows girl with no job. Like, she's been on the podcast, but, like, she does a million things. She's, like, literally the busiest woman alive. The fact that she knows girl with no job. Like, I'm sorry that happened to you. But no, for me, no, it's I was a win. like, yes, I do have a huge social following in a book and a husband, and I'm hilarious. Thank well, you. you. And I went with have it. a husband. Almost. Can I ask you a question? Like, I'm if there's one thing about me, I'm a press on nail girly, but I'm also like <laughs> a huge internet sleuth, like beyond. Like, I read everything. It's like just like I'm the worst type of person on the planet. Um, and a couple weeks ago, like there was like a lot of theories that you were not engaged anymore. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, 100%. But then you were, like, posting your regular life and, like, you were still engaged. Yeah. I was actually on a ski trip with Des, and my phone fell in the snow, crying, screaming. Course, like, that's a typical... Yeah. Yes. If you're not crying during your ski trip, did you <laughs> even ski? So I went to the Verizon store, and I'm, like, waiting to fix my phone, which, you know, is a nightmare. Awful. And then my phone's blowing up, and people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, honestly, no, my phone is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, are you guys still together? And I think it's because we haven't... I'm not, I don't like post him a lot yeah. recently, especially after being on a reality mm -hmm. show with him for a second. And I think people assume if you're not like always posting a relationship that you guys hate each other. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to normalize that like you don't have to prove that you love your person. I couldn't agree more. Like normalize keeping like important things in your life private. Yeah. And I think also he's the kind of guy that doesn't really like promoting his relationship. Like mm -hmm. that was never his life. He's been single like He's 46. Right. He's exhausted. He's right. tired. He doesn't want to do photo shoots. And we respect that for him. And low-key, I kind of like being like, he's the least interesting thing about me. I, I actually, I feel that for you. I do. I'm trying. Yes. I'm like trying to be, I'm trying to decenter men from our lives, which is hard because I... I'm, I'm engaged obsessed, yeah. and we're obsessed with our men. Yeah. But I do think that was kind of the root of it that people like went with it because they're like, she hasn't posted about him in three months. Right. I know. And then I was thinking, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen him on her Instagram. I'm yeah. like, oh no, like maybe they did break up. And I recently did a TikTok about like that couple that posts three paragraphs. I'm like, the longer the caption, the shorter the relationship. I have to say, when you're posting on Instagram, think about the motive. Why are you posting? Why do you want to tell it? Also, if you're talking about ups and downs before you even got married, like, oh, what are we doing? I couldn't agree more. And, like, I'm not trying to fight with anyone. I'm just saying, instead of trying to get the world to think your relationship is awesome, work on trying to actually make your relationship, relationship awesome. Yeah. And then also, no relationship is the fairy tale that people mm -hmm. are posting on Instagram. That's why when celebrities break up, everyone's like, I don't believe in love. And it's like, no, the love you were seeing was not what it actually was. Right. No. And like people break up all the time and it doesn't yeah, invalidate the love. Like it's, breakups it is are what empowering. It is. We love a breakup moment. So you're a bride. Okay. I also did watch your say yes to the no. <laughs> girl, girl, no, no one's judging your reality TV moment. Yeah, no yeah, one is true. judging. That's true. Sorry. No one is judging. Those glass houses, bitch. <laughs> no one is judging. I just have to say, I loved your dress. I know oh, it wasn't you. the one you chose because I'm a sleuth too. Yeah, but because I tried to go back. I obviously wasn't going to like pick a dress on camera. Like that's just crazy to me. I can't explain it. Like, yeah. So I 
said yes and I was like let me come back for this dress do alterations like bring more people see if I really like it <laughs> and when I came back they're like the dress is gone I'm like oh, okay like it wasn't meant to be I wasn't like that in love with it and then I tried on a bunch of other dresses I'm like shit really needed that initial dress but the silhouette was right the silhouette was right it was really beautiful um overall a negative experience <laughs> would I do it again no would I recommend to a friend who's getting married no I do think though like you had to you had of to course I love watching say yes to the dress when I saw you on it I saw that like you were totally having fun with it your of sisters course. were so cute on it it's this is the thing with Thank reality you. tv it's context yeah Oof. it's context 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 right and, um, me and the girl whose house flooded in Louisiana like how was that fair a thousand percent. How is that fair? And but I do think that seeing you so excited and also seeing you as a young successful woman who also has this great career that you're not like, like what is he gonna let me spend for the uh, dress? Right, I right. liked that. No, I'm like, like bitch, I'm paying for it. Yeah, it was empowering. Um, well, thank you so much for bringing that up. I, <laughs> I can't wait to bring up some of your embarrassing moments, if that's okay. As the second I said it, I was like, oh no, 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 because in my head, the door. it was a fun experience yeah. for me. No, and you know what? Like at the time, I was so excited about it. Like I loved say yes to the dress. I haven't really watched a single episode since mine because I'm just like so scarred from the experience. You're like, how dare you come on my show and, and bring up Tom? <laughs> you're, you're literally bringing up my trauma the first time I went on Taylor Shrekker's radio show who gave me my first ever radio experience mm -hmm. I'm serious on on actually no her solo Taylor show Shrekker Taylor Shrekker show. show subscribe download swipe up <laughs> she um it was like a three-hour show so I came in like I was about to run a marathon oh I've done that before her three-hour shows are so I long. had a Gatorade a banana and a scone <laughs> and then at some point the scone was really dry and um we were putting it to the face she got so many messages after. They call it Sconegate now, where they were like, never let that woman with the scone chewing be on your platform again. By the way, first rule of audio broadcasting, no food in sight. I've had like big time celebrities come and chewing gum and I'm like, do <gasps> I want to fight? Do really? I want to start this? It's just, I mean, kids are making millions of dollars doing ASMR. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Taylor, maybe I was ahead of the game. Yeah, maybe. But she had to have a sit down. She's like, I think you're funny and I think you have potential. But <laughs> if you ever walk in my studio again with a dry scone, we're going to go and have a fight a scone is a choice and it you chose <laughs> violence that day <laughs> you did so anyway just shout out to taylor i love taylor strecker i love you for being here congrats on your wedding congrats on all your stand-up success you're like never in new york now right you're constantly i'm i'm doing this thing where i'm i'm going to random cities and doing my stand-up and we call it like testing different locations mm -hmm. and the girlies are everywhere the girlies are everywhere and i do think I've giggly squad with Paige. I think the toasters and the gigglers overlap For sure. a little. For sure. Paige and I joke that she's the Jackie and I'm the Claudia. And yes. I'm not, we're not trying to like say we are the morning toast because we would never. No, because you're a giggly squad. You're like unique on your but own. But we, we do like the dichotomy. 100%. Where the listeners can be like, I'm a Paige. Yes. I'm a Hannah. So you have giggly, giggly squad. You also mm -hmm. have your own podcast. I think that... But now that I'm alone and Jackie's obviously, you know, nurturing a life. Alone and scared. Alone, <laughs> naked and afraid. I have been doing some alone podcasts, like especially on our Patreon. And I have like the most respect for people who host solo podcasts. Do you do like a lot of content on your own? And like when you do, how the fuck do you do it? Like Dude. who do you talk to? Okay, so Burning in Hell started right before I began reality TV where I was like, I want people to, if they like me, be able to get more of me, right. see my authentic voice, whatever. So I talked to people about their demons. It's a mental health comedy pod, Burning in Hell. You have to like butter people up, then break them down, then bring them back up. That's what I'm doing to you right now. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> I'm sweating. And it's, it's so much harder than me going with Paige for an hour and of just course. shooting the shit. So you're going to have some guests that like are 
are very famous but you've no chemistry with mm-hmm. and you're like I pulled teeth the mm-hmm. whole time and I hate myself and yeah. was I the awkward one and but I think it's gonna make you stronger mm-hmm. as a performer it's just a lot more work it's so scary like I just I now I see the like, I'm looking in the podcast for people who host their own podcast I'm like respect 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 for every single Do one you know of what's them. hard about it you have to listen <clears throat> so I <laughs> I have been told, like, since I was a child, I was always, like, a very theatrical, loud, annoying, some would say, child. And people are always like, you're going to have your own talk show one day. And, like, for a while growing up, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. Like, I want to have my own talk show. And I'll never forget, like, the realization I had. I'm like, well, a talk show is actually mostly listening to other people. Like, you bring on guests, you bring on experts, you bring on panelists. I'm like, um, actually, no. Like, I want to be the person who goes on a talk show, not vice versa. Yes. I will edit Giggly Squad sometimes and hear things Paige said and be like, never heard that in the moment. First time. A hundred percent. Because we're just going at each other and it's so organic and so fun. But yeah, you have to listen. You have to take what they say and, mm-hmm. and go deeper. And it's hard. And I'm sorry for that. However, I think you have a way of bringing a side of people out. Oh my God, thank you. Um, and I, I love that for you. I also, I'm not trying to brag, but... During a very depressive episode. Oh my god, you talking TikTok sounds and so do I. <laughs> and this is gonna be like the most annoying podcast episode of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I've like TikTok has fully gone to my head. Me too. Um, my whole stand-up bit is like literally me talking to I love TikTok. What do you so want much? me to do about that? Like that's all I do. It's so annoying. <laughs> I have a TikTok for us to make after, but anyway. Yes. During a particularly depressive episode, I read your entire book. <gasps> oh wow. That must have been really dark time for it you. Was really dark- <laughs> No, I just have to say, and I'm like literally licking your asshole right now, but no, I love it. Keep that looking. book was so vulnerable. Oh my gosh, thank so you. So insightful, and I giggled the whole time. Thank you. Because I was going through a really hard time in my career. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's see someone who's actually, even though you're younger, has had the most incredible journey. Yeah. And like, is aspirational to me. Thank you so, so much. So I, everyone needs to read the book. I Agreed. love girlthnojob.com slash book. Yeah. You really, and when I say I don't read, like I can't even get through a long Instagram caption. Oh, by the way, me neither. But that's, I think just, and I can normal. barely read. So the fact that I got through it is truly incredible. Thank you. How long did it take you to write? A while. Like, from January, no, actually like seven months. Not as long as I thought. Yeah. You don't have that much time. Like you have a deadline. They're like, girl, where's the chapters? Where are the pages? It reminds me of Vanderpump when Stassi's yes. just like sitting there like, Mwah. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I wanted to say is that I actually think what you've done is really interesting. And I think it was actually really smart. Like I think a lot of people would have gotten on a, on a show like Summer House and like thought like, you know, they're made in the shade. I'll have money for life. Yeah. Like I'm set. I don't have to work ever again. But I thought you did such a good job of like really branding yourself outside of the show, building other businesses to podcasts that's like when the time came when like you were done with the show you still have so much going on and I think that's like a mistake a lot of reality stars it happens to them a lot it's like you get so comfortable you're making this money and it's like you seemingly are just living your life and getting paid to live your life yeah and 15 minutes of fame you feel like everyone's always gonna care it's gonna last forever exactly and I do think the girlies need to embrace and I hate to sound like a finance tic-tac right now but like multiple sources of income Gen- building generational wealth is yes! what they always say. yeah no you're right we love and I think where I feel connected to you also is I kind of started as a meme page too mm-hmm. where I was writing I was like Betches boot camp I called it right. I was writing like 80 to 100 I, you worked for Betches. I know that was my first start in yeah. entertainment we worked in a we work triggering um, I think I've actually been to that we work Yes, mm-hmm. and I I think I remember you coming to the office before, but I was just like one of the oh, girls behind the computer. Tomorrow. Yes, yeah. but I was writing so many memes and so many tweets and writing my own 
writing funny videos for them but then I realized how my voice was different than their voice mm -hmm. and I started writing my own tweets and like pitching it to meme right. accounts I probably pitched you because mm -hmm. I was annoying and but you have to be you right? have to be oh. you have to be no literally being thirsty is like the new thing and men are not thirsty no they just network and it's like fine <laughs> networking men are being strategic with their right. synergy strategic partners they're being they thirsty. call them financial analysts right no they're just their sponsors so yeah I started I got like a following of people who liked my tweets before summer house mm -hmm. and I started my podcast so summer house to me was like this lucky opportunity that helped me get more of a platform and was such a fun experience when I was single mm -hmm. and drunk yeah. and 26 carefree and carefree and then now that I, now I can really focus on my stand-up which I don't think I would have had the confidence if I hadn't been on camera mm -hmm. and like learned that I like to write and be mm -hmm. in front of the camera no I think it's great like I think this journey for you is really meant to be but it? that's why I liked reading your book because there's so many journeys out there, like how to get into law school mm -hmm. or how to become a reality TV star that's very like, these are the th ways you do it. Right. Where you are like chaotic energy and that is where I feel, you're my comfort, you Thank know? You. The chaos, like that's how. There's comfort in the chaos. Yes, and I think that people who do their like five-year plans, it's super restricting. Like, Can't be me. We didn't even, you didn't even know TikTok would blow up right. a year ago. Right. How could you say I want to be viral way, like, on it? And by the way, you are so blown up on TikTok. Like I need advice because I, there's nothing in the world that I care more about than TikTok. I will. And there's nothing in advice. the world that TikTok cares less about than me. <laughs> and it's very, very upsetting. It's just, it ain't right, honestly. Well, you're on, you're, I'm in, you're in my algorithm. Yeah, so. because we follow each other. Okay, so we're obsessed with each other. So I'm like, she's killing it. I'll tell you girlies right now, because anyone should do it. I'm posting two to three times a day right now. I know, like that's, see, this is the, there's one thing about me. I'm a press on nailing girly. <laughs> But I'm also, like, hands down, the laziest bitch alive. Like, it is amazing, like, that I've built a business because <laughs> you would die if you knew how lazy I was. Like, so posting two TikToks a day, I'm like, uh, no. No, but you, it's, you have to think of it as, like, a job. Like, you have to work at it, of course. Also, this is going to sound horrible, but quantity over quality. Okay, yeah, because I'm, You like, cannot be a perfectionist with your TikTok videos at all. Yeah. And I also am going to tell you this, and this is going to make you want to do it. You're coming up with stand-up bits all the time. Yeah. Whenever you think of a premise, which is like a concept for an idea, say it to the camera and come up with a funny little surprise at the end and just post it. So these are like bad jokes. That didn't make the cut of the show. Or it's the beginning and then in a month, it's a beautiful joke you're doing on stage for thousands of people. That's actually an interesting so way to look at it. So you use it as like throwing, it's like tweeting, like my tweets are crap. It's like rehearsal. Yes. Okay, I see that. And people just want like the funny idea that it's shareable yeah um and i i see you as a tiktok princess so do i but like tiktok doesn't see me at all you need to bully the shit out of tiktok no i know and be like i'm here i'm here but you're doing it no not me literally thinking i'm shadow banned because like, <laughs> i'm like i'm never going viral i'm like oh my god tiktok is suppressing me like the algorithm okay i just saw the video you have, you have to make this when you get home be what? like the girl who thinks she's shadow banned even though her videos are just bad yeah. and have little cuts of being like oh my god they shadow banned me again that's literally me and i'm obsessed with that for you it's but it's true i'm like i'm laying in bed with ben i'm like search me on tiktok do i come up <laughs> Because also shadow like, yeah. ban means like you're low-key important, that you did something right, so controversial. Yes. Like, yeah, like you're being censored by the government. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they had to stop you. You were yeah. being so intense. So that's just maybe like my grandiose, like like the way I see myself is like mm -hmm. more important than I am. Mm -hmm. But also, let's be honest, you have conquered every single platform. This is the universe being like, let's give you a little challenge. Yeah, no, and the thing is like I'm not up for the challenge. <laughs> I'm like so <laughs> defeated. I'm like, 
people are always giving me tips like Remy Bader was on and I'm like give me tips and she was giving yeah. me like really good shit Remy Bader was like take clothes and, and shit on <laughs> and I was just like I was like hearing her and I was like no like I'm not well do Remy that. does like full long intensive beautiful videos right and like she works so hard at it she w- works so hard and we love that for her we do we're, we're so supportive but like when it came to her advice I'm like I'm hearing you but I'm not hearing but you. I'm also reckless with TikTok like I'll post four in a row at midnight Oh, like I'll be re- people are like, that's that's not how you, don't you have do like it. a strategy. I have no strategy except keep pushing forward. Keep trying. <laughs> Just keep bothering people until they care. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like this identity for you and maybe other girls will connect with the shadow van princess. Yeah. Uh, should I change my username? I think you should. I would maybe start a second account. Like, you know, all these famous people have like a verified account and then like a fake TikTok account. You have a I think I'm going to be, what was it? The shadow band queen? Yeah, the shadow band queen. Yeah, I kind of love that. I like that girl on TikTok, the queen of getting banned. Yes. So I'm going to be the queen of getting shadow banned. Yes. I love that for me. Okay. But you've never been shadow banned before. Not once. Not once. Nary, not a moment. No. No, I'm fully available to be followed. I love how Ben four times a day is like checking. Yeah, (laughs) and he's like, he wants to be there for me. He's like, no, babe, you're coming up. I'm like, but maybe it's because you follow me. Like, go make another account and then look up see if I, I come do. up I've done that with my yeah, manager I have to say and I'm like you follow me you, you don't understand this I'm part of your algorithm and they're right. like bitch you just put up a terrible video no I know it's like your content is just horrible <laughs> and I'm like oh okay thanks appreciate it um so well, we figured ha- it out Hannah is going to join me on today's episode doing the past five talking all things you know talking shit yeah um so I think we should just jump into it because if we don't like we will never yeah we need the momentum Here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Peloton. Peloton is pushing further with so much new on the Peloton Bike and the Peloton Bike Plus. They've got new classes, new music, and new ways to keep your workouts fun and motivating. Gotta keep things fresh. It's the best way to stay motivated and keep yourself from burning out and doing the same thing over and over. So they have new artist series music selections, so they're adding a ton of fun new artist series classes. You can work out to most of the single artists for the entire class, from your favorite hits to the deep cuts, pop, rock, hip-hop, EDM. There are over 100 artist series to choose from. Find your favorite music and turn your next workout into a concert. It's easier to stick with your goals to, when you keep your workouts interesting. Peloton has a workout for every day and every schedule. De-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength, 20 minutes of cardio, or do a 15-minute total body class before work. Stay motivated while having fun with bike, workouts, yoga, meditation, dance cardio, and more. Visit onepeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. Today's up episode is also brought to you by Caraway. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Their non-toxic kitchenware are all designed for the modern home and they feature a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. So it's super non-toxic, really easy to cook. Their naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide-off-the-pan eggs and easy cleaning. Also, the colors are stunning. Every time they drop a new color, it's like fashion week. Um, highly recommend, really stunning. Visit carawayhome.com slash toast to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to our listeners, so visit carawayhome.com, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y, home.com slash toast, or use code toast at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. All right, Hannah, are you ready? I'm so ready. I can't lie. I wish you came on a day where like the news was popping, but you know, we do the show every day and like not every day can be, No, you know, we'll make it pop. We'll make it pop. So here's some We'll nothing- make my pussy pop. Yes. <laughs> let's pop the puss, okay? Here's a big nothing burger from page six. 
Rihanna plays coy when asked about her diamond quote engagement ring. So she's staying mum on the massive diamond ring she's been rocking on that finger this week. She said, this old ring, you act like you've never seen it before. She joked to the paparazzi in LA on Tuesday when she, asked, when she was asked point blank if she's engaged to boyfriend um, ASAP Rocky. So she's wearing a Sloan solitaire ring from Bryony D Raymond. And Rihanna has actually sported uh, this ring a few times in the past, albeit on a different finger. So she said, I feel like that's the type of mom I'm going to be. Psycho. Oh, okay. So <laughs> let's let's talk about two things. First, it's like, do you think Rihanna's engaged? I think pregnant Rihanna is back in the limelight so hard and it's so funny to me because she was like, I hate everyone. And then she got pregnant and she's like, what do you guys want? Yeah. Genie, like literally belly for everyone. Yeah. Belly and then days. there's the celebrity thing where they're like, I have so many diamonds. I forgot yep. if I'm engaged or not. Yep. And and that's like aspirational in a way, but it's also like annoying. It's not special. I actually feel bad for them. You know? <laughs> Like, you have so many diamond rings that you don't even value one that was given to you, like, by someone you love so dearly. Like, how sad. I have sympathy for you. I'm an empath, so, like, I feel sadness <laughs> for other people, you know? And that's how I feel when I see Rihanna, like, with all of her engagement rings, you know? Yeah, diamonds are forever, as Rihanna says. Yeah. I also think it's cool. I don't cool. think it was Rihanna who said that. Oh, it originally. That was Ra Ralph Waldo Emerson? No, it was, like, originally, like... Marilyn Monroe. Like, someone, like, older, and then, like, yeah. Rihanna made it her thing. But, yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree. But, like... Riri mm -hmm. made it fun. Mm -hmm. um, I, diamonds, I think it's... Anyway, we don't do history. No. So she... I feel like celebrities love having babies before they get married. Mm -hmm. It's almost like become chuggy to get married. I couldn't... Like, the traditional Am way. I chuggy getting married? No, like, I feel like the way, like, Haley and Justin are doing it is, like, really chuggy. <laughs> you know, like, or, marriage and then, like, a couple years, baby, like, very Christian. Like, I think, like, the way Gen Z perceives, like, cool things now, like, they would find that chuggy. Yeah, like, even planning a wedding, so many times I've been like, is this... This is so chuggy. I have to tell you that, like, weddings are, are chuggy. Like, and even, like, the most tasteful the most refined, chic, big budget look. Like, it's... It's chuggy. And it's, it's like chuggy to Gen Z's, obviously, because they can't get married. They're 14. Right, they're just jealous. <laughs> they're <laughs> more jealous. They're literally 14. <laughs> they're literally 14. Yeah. So it's not, like, in. Right. Um, But I feel like Rihanna, she's having fun with it, but it's interesting to me because we're all just, like, put out new music. No, and she's like, nah, I think I'll have a baby. I think I'll have a baby. I think no, I'll... I think I'll start a lingerie line. I think I'll start a billion dollar makeup company. I think I'll have a boyfriend. I will not put out music. Yeah, but she, yeah, she's putting out a new life, which obviously I support. It's super important. It's super beautiful. Yeah, um, we believe in new life here at the Morning Toast. We, we're, we're pro new life. We're pro, we're pro life. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Pro new life, new life, pro new life. Like we've we've welcomed. But you then know, again, the baby is not asking to be put in this world, which ooh, I feel like it's a little selfish. Ooh, of her. That's a hot take, extremely hot take. I don't extremely. know. I don't no, know. Yeah, like if I had in known, this climate, if I had known that like I was gonna have to you know deal with all this bullshit once I got out of the womb, I might have second guessed. If I had known that I was gonna be shadow banned on TikTok every day of my life, would I want to be here? Would I have accepted? <laughs> Um, I don't think Rihanna's engaged. I think she's just rich, which is just a common misconception that in Hollywood. Is so funny. That, like she's like Kylie's always like with these massive diamond rings, and it's like nope, not engaged. Just it's rich. like one of my six stylists accidentally put it on the wrong hand. Right, you only have so many fingers, and I will fire her. And you're not gonna put it on your she? thumb. You yeah, know? So you really only have eight, or but your pinky. So you really only have six. Was Chloe's massive heart ring an engagement ring? Unclear. Unclear. She's just rich. She's just rich. But then what I think you'll enjoy because we were just talking about Teresa. Is earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna was asking what kind of mom she would be, and she said she's going to be psycho like Teresa Judice. We don't love that word. We don't love the word psycho, however. 
I feel like Teresa's such a fucking good mom. I think she is. Like, say what you want about Teresa, and I have plenty to say when it comes to housewives. She's an amazing mom. Teresa's an amazing mom. Yeah. Her daughters are killing it. Her daughters are, like, look at Gia. Gia is incredible, but also Melania is my, like, queen. queen. And also, like, I want to grow up and become Melania. Don't count out. Gabriella, don't count out Gabriella because especially in the last week's episode, like she will come for you, even and if even if you're her mother. Do you know why she's dangerous? Why we would not understand this? She's silent. She listens. Y- yeah, she's silent. Like Louis says, two ears, one mouth. Listen, and we've never experienced that before in our lives, so that we wouldn't was, know. But that you- was like a crazy thing for someone to say. <laughs> two ears, one mouth. Listen more. If my fucking husband, if Ben ever said that to me, like I'd be like. Get the, pack your things. I'd be like, one mouth, bite your dick off. <laughs> I'd be like, one mouth, get the fuck out. <laughs> pack your like, things. Ben is such mom. a sweetheart. The best. You, you take for granted a man that is like down to do all the content with you because the average man is like absolutely not. No, can I tell you, actually, I really don't take it for granted. I'm like super grateful to Ben every time. But also Ben loves it. Like Ben loves being married <laughs> to the content queen <laughs> because like all these opportunities, like he podcasted with me yesterday and yeah. he's like really popular People love him as a co-host. Mm-hmm. Personally, like, I hate to put my marriage on display because people are, like, we, we're like a bickering type. Yes. And people are always like, Lonnie is so mean to him. I'm like, no, yeah. like, have you ever been married? Like, that's what it's like. You're like, I don't want to pick sides, but he deserves it. But he loves it. And he gets up yesterday. He was like, yesterday's episode, he, it, was, it was strong. Like, uh-huh. it was a good one. Uh-huh. And he gets up and he's like, I feel like I'm becoming a natural. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but I also think that when you're in the kind of job we are, you need a person who's supportive of it. Like, I don't want to bring up like talk about other people but like Paige and Craig for example I love this moment for her where she's with a guy who's fully supportive of her reality TV career because I've been with her where like she's dating and it's it's hard can I tell you like the bullets I would take for Paige and Craig as a couple like (laughs) I literally like I didn't the two of them never crossed my mind as even potential suitors (laughs) and now that they're here Mm -hmm. like I I don't think I'm ever going to be the same, honestly. And, and by the way, I just want to put it out there, like, not to put pressure on them as a couple, but like, <laughs> if they ever break up, like, seriously, I will riot. I will storm the Bastille. We do not want to put pressure on them no, like that. No, or negative energy Or negative there. energy or any kind of anything. But the fun thing is I will call her to, like, talk shit. Mm-hmm. And he's in on it with her. Yes. Like, he's popping in. Yes. He's telling me the drama. And I'm like, this is... You love a guy who actually cares about the friend drama. And if there's one thing about me... I'm press on nail girly, mm-hmm. but I have been like a Craig Conover girly since day one. Like I have been, I've been here for Craig like constantly, and Jackie really I, is, is responsible for that because she's been like a real Southern charm like historian, mm-hmm. and she like has always seen the value in Craig and how Craig always stood by Catherine and how the whole fucking cast was wrong about Catherine and they mm-hmm. all took Thomas's side except Craig. Mm-hmm. So not only is Craig a precious gem of a man. Craig is a man who supports women mm-hmm. and like just the fact that they two, these two found each other like I really can't put into words the joy I feel mm-hmm. so I just if you could it, so with that said that. when you're looking for a man find oh, someone right. who really does fit into your career your because your career is number one with him right so it's like for example the fact that does is also does stand up but he's in like He's 46. He's like lived his life mm-hmm. and he literally is like, go work. I was selfish when I was yeah. 30. It's important. Yeah. Because you will get animosity towards him if he starts being like, oh, you're going to do the morning toast when we're supposed to cuddle? Absolutely not. Oh my God. That's so lame. So um, lame. Also, like you having a man that's much older than you, like tell me about that. We love a zaddy. Yeah. Like, is it just nice to be with someone who's like so wise, like has so many years of wisdom? Th- that's the thing. Do I hate that he's lived so much life without me? And yeah. do I like, 
use it against him every day yes that would kill me because like me and ben met when we were literally like seven and i'm like well, what? i know you guys are so pure i'm and like cute. what were you doing before me like <laughs> literally like he that was kills like, me my mom was cutting up my pb and j <laughs> like what do you want me to like, say that kills me so like if there was more time like i would literally <laughs> like kill someone so i've joked that i have my bachelorette party coming up it's in miami we're very excited and i'm like des what are you gonna do for your bachelor party oh yeah and he's like my whole life's been a bachelor party. And I'm like, ew. And then he goes, I'm just going to sit down and close my eyes and remember things. And I'm like, ooh, ew, that's hot, but ew. Yeah. But he's literally tired. He's exhausted. He's not chasing women mm-hmm. on the street. He's on the verge of arthritis. Like, yeah, we you love don't worry that about for him. Like that. But he has, like, the swag of a guy who's lived a long life. And also... There's a lot of security knowing, like, he physically cannot go chase women. Exactly. We love that for you. He currently just got, like, a little hip operation. We love this <laughs> oh, no. We Not love this <laughs> His lower back. I say, girls, if you want to find a zaddy, you go to Walgreens and you hang out in the Advil section. They're all over the place. Yeah. Just, like, snorting Aspirin, it. Aspirin, leave. But I also, to get a little deeper, I think that I had a really tough relationship when I was, like, 25, as everyone should. And then I got really kind of blocked off Mm -hmm. and I loved going after these really hot men who I had no real emotional Mm -hmm. um, connection connection. or even like I would tell myself like I don't respect them like I would never take them seriously for a marriage and you really have to respect how their mind works and respect the conversation but it was fun for me to live a little like fucking models or like dumb football guys and then you eventually that was me being closed off Mm -hmm. because I knew that I, I didn't want to be vulnerable. Right. Because I want to be hurt. Right. And then with Des, I actually, he called me out because we like started talking and I like posted something with another guy and he was like, by the way, if you want to play games, like that's cool. I just like, I'm too old I'm for too this. old for that. I couldn't agree more. And I literally, my tail went between my legs and I never do this. Normally yeah. I'd be like, okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I was like, to do. I was like, I'm so sorry. That's not me. That's not who I want to be in this. Yeah. And from that moment on, it, he just kind of knew what he wants and he's, Kind of like three quarters baked. Like he's learned from a lot of his exes yeah. the no, basic of stuff. Because we don't, we're working women. We don't have time to teach a man. No, we certainly don't. But I do have somehow have found time to teach a man how to pick his clothes up off the fucking floor <laughs> and put them in the motherfucking hamper. Like the I ham- mean, there's two kind of relationships. I think where you literally grow together and you evolve into this beautiful tree mm-hmm. or whatever metaphor you want to use, or two people who have kind of been independent and happen to enjoy each other. Right. So like. And I've recently come to this realization because I was always like, yeah, I got married young. Like everyone should do it. But honestly, the older I get, I realize like no one should get married young. Like <laughs> because when I think about like the gal who got married at well, the girl, the gal who got engaged when she was 21, mm-hmm. I'm like, I so don't know that girl. Like we are so different. And it's very possible I could have turned into a person that Ben hated, or Ben could have grown up into a person that I fucking hated. Mm-hmm. And and that's why divorce is okay. Right, it's totally okay. But that's why it's like think think it through. Think yes. it through. Well, it's like trends. Yeah, like, like he's trendy in, when you're 20, but is he chuggy by the time you're 29? Right. right. <laughs> so there's just a lot to think about when it comes to your potential suitor, and I'm so happy that you found someone. And I do. It does make me realize. Thank you. It does make me realize that when you're a celebrity, it's almost like why? Why are we rushing for like the paper and yeah. stuff? It's like let yourself. Especially when you have a lot of money. Exactly. Exactly. But I was. I don't want to let people know. I was very single in quarantine with four cats, living with my parents in Shelter Island. When I was 29. You have four cats? My mom does. Oh, okay. Because. Like but I, I do have one. Her name's Butter. But you have a cat. I have a cat. Mm. And are we so done well. here? Are, should I leave? So thank you so much. <laughs> we'll finish the show without you. I do say that cats have terrible PR. No, cats are just terrible, period. 
I you know, pers- that's mean to say in front, like you obviously love your cat, but like I, you're like your cat should be thrown out a window. No, but I like, love her. I don't support animal abuse. You have a king, Charles, Charles. Cavalier. Yeah, I love those dogs because I think they're like cats. Girl, get a grip, <laughs> like. No, like aesthetically, how they're like that size, and then you like pet them, and they're just like lap. Listen, it was really important to me, and I would appreciate it if you didn't just like slander his name literally right in front of my face. Okay, this is I actually say this on stage sometimes, but like dogs have the puppy bowl, Marley and me, Airbud, mm-hmm. like that's yeah, cats got nothing. Cats have no, cats have the cats movie that it, ruined lives. Yeah, but you know what else you have that like kind of trumps everything? Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's like kind of the hardest part for me, honestly, about being a Swifty, mm-hmm. is knowing that like, honestly, if Taylor invited me over to her house and there were cats there, like I wouldn't go. <laughs> okay, like, I'm not I, I think to... about that. I'm like, when I, um, it's not an if. It's like when I become friends with Taylor Swift, how are we gonna get around the cats? I feel like I'm a cat missionary, and like we're gonna have a riot right now, but. If you've never had your own cat, you've never understood the relationship with it. Uh, that's true. And I'm not going to force you. I'm you, not going to force the cat on you. <laughs> I want a King Charles, even though I think they think they're better than me. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they're better than me, too, by the way. Like, like, I see them down the street, and they're like, ew. No, no, literally, Theo walks down the street. He's like, he's literally Anna Delvey. So basic. So poor. Not VIP. Like, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> But I'm obsessed with Theo. Also, do Me you too. get do you get any um, competitiveness with your King Charles dogs in the family? No. So like the thing is, is that Theo's the king, and like you know <laughs> he was the first to ever do it. And Bruno and Magnolia are amazing, and I, I literally have so much love in my heart for them. But like mm-hmm. no one's ever gonna be Theo. Yeah, he's the OG. But I am gonna manifest like a private jet moment with my cat in a backpack as Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift did. No, and you know what? That I 100% support. But also, like, has anyone checked on the cat? Like, did the, was the cat okay with that? Yeah, by the way, those backpacks that, like, people throw their cats in are <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> I see them all the time. It's, or, like, if you start walking your cat, I think leashes are hilarious, especially leashes just on children. On, on cats. <laughs> no, and, like, by the way, I'm not, like, a cat expert. But, like, yeah. maybe cats, like, they don't need oxygen. Like, I don't understand <laughs> those backpacks. Cats are just evil beings that don't need air. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So we strayed far away from Rihanna being <laughs> um, engaged. I go, sure, we'll do the Fast Five but without I doing it. But I think that the general consensus is no. She's not rich. engaged. She's just not rich. engaged. She's rich. Okay, next story is about two of my literal favorite people in Hollywood. Keith Urban recalls the moment his wife, Nicole Kidman, staged an intervention after a boozy bender prior to his rehab stint in 2006. Allegedly, he said, I went, went, went off the rails. So Keith Urban is recalling this moment. He did, um, oh, he has a, ex, an extract from his book um, written by someone else, but it's a book about Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was published in the Daily Telegraph. So he checked himself into the Betty Ford Center, chic, <laughs> um, in October 2006. And Keith told Rolling Stone that in 2016, he would have understood if Nicole chose to leave him um, that year because they had only gotten married that year. Um, He said, I was very, very blessed to have Nicole call an intervention on me because the implosion, um, because it it could have caused the implosion of my marriage. I don't know why I can't fucking talk today. Sorry. So he reflected... um, the Daily Mail writes, like, not in English. I'm sorry. The, it's not the point. The of voice, it's just, like, so much words. The Voice Australia coach, like, why? <laughs> They're, like, trying to fill a word count. Right. <laughs> also reflected on the intervention with Oprah Winfrey, admitting to the famed talk show host that he went off the rails and needed help and a new direction in his life. Nicole, who was in Rome for work at the time of his boozy bender, 
flew back to the States and rounded up his friends to stage an intervention. Have you ever had an intervention? Um, is like just like crying with your family all the time an intervention? No, it's like your family telling you everything that's wrong with you. I've... So yes. (laughs) (laughs) I also think this is so funny that Nicole was like off the rails. I was with Tom Cruise. This is adorable. Right, right. No, and think about it. Like how bad must... (laughs) Uh, Keith Urban have been for like because Nicole you're right Nicole Kidman has seen some shit like yes. Scientology her kids like shunned her because crazy yes how bad was Keith Urban for her to have like really been concerned because that woman has she's seen things well I do think it's hard when you want to be with a rock star who's like fun and cool and it's a thin line with addiction because you will choose your addiction over your relationships mm-hmm. but I love that she fought for him me too I love these two and I, I feel like she's heroic in the way that she's like, I know I'm making millions of dollars in this in Rome for this movie, but right. like my man is like having a moment, a moment, <laughs> making it about him. He's going through some things. <laughs> I like much like Paige and Craig. Like uh, the bullets I would take, they're like one of my top five celebrity couples. First of all, because I'm such a country music girly, I'm a press on nail girly, yes. and I'm also a country music girly. And I, do you think I beat that joke? Like dead no no okay because i mean it'll going. die but it'll come back okay okay because like, like, you stopped going. laughing so like i didn't know if it was like not funny anymore <laughs> um like i love these two i love country music i love her work have you ever seen stepford wives yes such a good movie so good i one also of her underrated ones yes because she naturally kind of looks like a wax figure it was like the easiest role she's ever played she didn't even do hair and makeup <laughs> But I also, I, do, I think we love them because they're like partnerships. Mm-hmm. and Institutions, like Karen Huger would say. And yeah, <laughs> and, she's a, and he's a short king. Yes, which we're going to get to because apparently it's short king spring and I need to get your take on that. <sighs> oh. He is a short king. By the way, not only is he a short king, she's really tall. She's like, really tall. But she also was with Tom Cruise. Like maybe she's got a thing for short guys. They walk so Zendaya and, and Tom, Tom Holland, Holland could run. run. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I believe it's Zendaya. Okay, I apologize to everyone for that moment. Um, you're right. Like he is the short king of our generation. He's honestly like, and he's Tom Australian king. and sings country. Like, yeah, no. Keith Urban is to me an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. But there is like a weird country music scene in Australia and mm-hmm. New Zealand. Like Kelsey Ballerini's husband Morgan Evans is an amazing country singer from Australia too. The twist, she loves country. You you didn't even go to like a Southern college or anything, no, did you? No, I'm literally Jewish. You're from Long Island. Ra- yeah, literally born and raised in New York and Long Island. I did go to University of Wisconsin and I was forced to go to um, a, shoot, what was it? It was like an old school country concert, but I really liked it. I do love Chicken Fried. Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band and... Um, Yes. Love that song. <laughs> the twist, she's gorgeous. Did you watch that special? Yes. Cat Cullen, we stand you. It was one of the best specials I've seen in a while. So different. The singing, like, I was mesmerized. Uh, first of all, her voice is incredible. Yeah. It's a new Netflix special. Her name is Catherine Cohen. It, I'd seen clips for it all over, like, Netflix and TikTok um, and Instagram. It was, like, unbelievable i loved it and what's great about it is that this special was ready to go she was gonna film it and then quarantine hit so these are jokes that like she's had right and had to like keep them and get and them they excited aged well. and they aged great and i do think 
stand-up can be so much more just spinning jokes and her overall persona is so fun so cool over the top over the top fabulous psychotic like i loved it. you have to have her on no i know by the way i literally just like was introduced to her yeah and i'm obsessed please come on the show like please because i mean you guys are like kindred spirits like n- not the like twist, we are we're gorgeous <laughs> like, like was- i'm not trying to get jealous of kai cohen and your friendship <laughs> but like sh- the b- fact that you both sing and you're both gorgeous no i agree like i was very much like feeling like this like I was feeling inspired, yeah. honestly. Like it was incredible. The original songs were so good. Yes. What are you running from? Like <laughs> so good. I loved it. I hope everyone watches and it. And loving attention. Yeah. No. She's just so self-aware while being not self-aware. So honest too. Yes. Yeah. Like it was just, it was amazing. Yeah. I highly recommend it if you're looking. Oh, also Bridgerton is out on Netflix this weekend. So we love Keith Urban. We love Keith Urban and just like wanting, I didn't even know he was sober. It's crazy how I could be like his number one fan. And I didn't even know that. I do love a sober relationship because actually Des is sober. Oh, really? He's been sober since he's 19. Important <gasps> thing that no one talked about, which was like kind of crucial to like, our experience yeah on some <laughs> hours, of course because it can be super toxic in that house if you're sober but he, he was so great he hung out with everyone the whole time we just went to bed like a little wow, earlier that is so interesting so he's been sober since 19 because he realized like for his career because comedy it's so easy to just get plastered every night by the way a hundred percent like when i first started doing comedy i used to like take a shot before every show and i'd be like yeah like we're so crazy we're working and then like somebody like in you know those like random like old school comedy clubs in like north carolina yep. like they, those people have, like seen shit yes she the manager there made this like really offhand remark like it, i don't think they meant anything Wait, by it but did they give you an intervention no no, no. <laughs> maybe they were just like yeah that's how you know everyone becomes alcoholics drinking before the show i'm like oh my god shit you're right like, if i'm doing 100 shows shows a year and i need to take a shot before every show and then maybe like one after I'm like that's 200 <laughs> shots and i immediately like i don't drink some when i go out afterwards like i will drink but yeah. i do not drink before but then shows. a lot of the time when you don't really want to go out afterwards because you're like i'm exhausted sweaty sweaty the back of my neck like no disgusting no one and you just this. you were so on you're like can we turn off for a hundred percent i i don't, don't drink on the road either really and people hate it because I'm like, I'm fun. I'm crazy. And then they want to hang like, out with you out. after. And I'm not like, this is it's not that it's an act. But like, I just prefer. I'm much more witty sober, too. Of course. Like when I'm drunk, I'm just like, look at my ass. Yeah, no, look I do like the, like TikTok dances. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. It's, it, it goes like we're always teetering annoying. I go full annoying do drunk. Do you perform? Have you, have you performed drunk before? I perform drunk sometimes like because during the week, I'll have like four sets and I'll over the course of four hours and you're just hanging with comics. And you start right. drinking. Yeah. That's when I realize I have fun on stage, but other people not don't. so much because yeah. I'm like this is hilarious <laughs> and they're like no it's not <laughs> you don't even finish the joke mm-hmm. and you're like that is my favorite joke um but I do think comics are either like party 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 or completely sober yeah no you're 100% right but we love a sober king because think of the lack of fighting because no. we're not drinking like think of the lack of bad breath like think of a lack of, of a lot of things and then like do i hate that he pops up in the morning, morning. at 7 a.m ready to go like is that his biggest toxic trait yes that causes fights absolutely yeah because this is still the middle of the night for me <laughs> right um but i'd rather that than us like fighting fighting or... over drunk stuff so what's that like i honestly i i, I don't know if i could imagine myself in a relationship with someone who's sober just because drinking is like such a cornerstone and that's that's a me problem like spritzsociety.com that's like a cornerstone of my life and that's probably a problem but like what's that like for you well i i like that you your relationship started young because it probably wasn't based on partying no not at all and i think for those people like you know they joke like do you like him or is he just tall do you like him or is he just like 
good at partying with you. Right. And like you're both just wasted and like you think it's fun. Yeah. And then is the dopamine of like being out and like having, mm-hmm. you know, a Drake song come on and like this you're kind of buzzed. Song. Like yeah. that's not love. Yeah. And I do think that alcohol, sometimes people use it as an, an excuse like, oh, he's just mean because he's drunk. But it's like, that's also the truth coming out yeah. of things. And it just enables people to fight more. So me also, I'm more of an eater girl preach and he's really good at eating with me like i'll Love look at that. him he looks at me we're we're doing that's sushi. the foundation we're doing of a beautiful relationship yes and i do think it's those that's our like naughty night i love that for you <laughs> um okay well i'm learning so much i had no idea about any of this we're having fun today yes we're having fun and our fun is brought to you by omes <laughs> If you've ever dreamed of having the chance to win awesome prizes like doing karaoke with Charlize Theron, winning a Tesla, going to space, then you've got to check out Omaze, the new way to give back to charity and have fun doing it. Here's how Omaze works. You enter for the chance to win something amazing, and at the same time, you can donate to support great causes. It's a fun and easy way for nonprofits to raise money and for you to win big prizes like a multi-million dollar house in Lake Tahoe. So go to omaze.com slash toast, select the Lake Tahoe Dream House or whatever you want to win. The deadline to enter is April 14th, so hurry for your chance to win. If you miss the deadline, don't worry. Omaze has tons of other exciting prizes and experiences to choose from. Through your donations, Omaze has raised more than $150 million to support over 350 nonprofits around the world. Everyone deserves a chance to live their dreams, and with Omaze, extraordinary prizes are within reach. Hurry and enter today for your chance to win the Lake Tahoe Dream House or other life-changing prizes and experiences at omaze.com slash toast. That's O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash toast. Plus, you can receive an extra 20 entries when you enter code TOAST20. That's TOAST20. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Visit omaze.com slash toast for official rules. All right, next up, some, some more wedding news. <laughs> Robin thinks fiance, April Love Geary, says she won't sign a prenup. She went on Instagram Live and no, not Instagram Live, Instagram Q and A, and someone was like, "Does Robin want a prenup before marriage?" Which is the type of question you ignore. <laughs> um, but she did not. She said, "I don't know, but I'm not signing one." She then explained, "He's not marrying anyone else after me. How do you go from like the baddest bitch on the planet? Where do you go from there? Trash." Uh, love that for her, by the way. Um, <laughs> And yes, yeah, she's not signing a prenup. I honestly feel like these two have been engaged for so long, and I kind of hate Robin Thicke. Who doesn't? He's like extremely good looking and wonderful, velvety, thick voice. Mm -hmm. But I just remember like the way he treated Paula Patton, like I will never forgive. And I'm just like, I I, I can't really express how little I care about these two. My like senses of like people who are trying too hard with their relationship is tingling so hard with that. Radar is going off. Also like, who are you calling trash? Like leave the women alone. Like leave the future person he's leaving you for. Like that's like even manifesting, like she manifested wrong there. Yeah. Also this man cheated on his ex. Like how can we not see what's going on? Like maybe this is a love match, but that doesn't mean he won't cheat on you or that he won't, like this is Hollywood. Yeah. Also, no matter how comfortable you are in a relationship, I would never be like, he will never leave me. I joke all the time like we're getting married on friday the 13th oh wow and i'm like if we're gonna get divorced that's it's why not, well, it's not well it's not because the 13th like i'm right. doing it i'm committing no but, but like, i will use that as an excuse if we do by the way, even the most perfect marriages like i could see ben leaving me like i'm the worst like <laughs> no i'm not out here being like i know for sure that my relationship is gonna work forever i'm right. we're all trying we're our hoping. best every day of course and i do think calling I shouldn't call anyone trash but I'm like how dare you call that person trash no, like she's like who's he gonna leave me for trash but also like I love the confidence we love the confidence but like who is trash when he leaves you he's trash right if he cheats you on someone let's, let's get mad at him and like you should be getting paid for your time I don't I don't want to bring up 
this traumatic moment, but do you remember when he took a photo with that girl and the mirror was behind them and you saw him squeezing her ass? <gasps> no. What girl? She was a fan. <gasps> and it was while oh, he was disgusting. with Paula. So like, I just, whenever people say his name, I visualize that photo. No, and Emrata like spoke about her experience on that music video set as being like extremely toxic. Like, yeah. I like, I literally hate this man. But you're right. They could be a love match because they're toxic in the right ways. Both of them. And they're, maybe they're he's matching. evolved because I'm all about people evolving. Yeah. I don't think like when you're that set in your ways, like he's like a Cuba Gunning Jr. to me. Like, I don't think you're changing your ways at the ripe old age of 50 after grabbing women's asses for years and getting away with it. What are you going to leave me for? Also, like, I hate the idea, even on TikTok, where people are like, um, she's like calling other girls trash that your guys been with. I feel like the way you get confidence also in yourself as a girl is not being like, oh, there's a ranking system of like trash to amazing. It's more like who has the best compatibility with the other person. But that's right actually really that person, true. You know, that's a really mature. Well, I think I've the point of your 20s for me was like dating the guys who like Disney taught me to be attracted to. Right. Like the narcissistic, charming, charming, hot guys. Exactly. Be with Gaston. Realize it makes you absolutely miserable and find the person who's right for you, not right for society. Even though I do have to say, just as it pertains to Gaston, we have a a big theory here at the Morning Toast, (laughs) that Gaston was actually like a really nice guy. Uh Um, He was a war hero. He was extremely into Belle. Mm -hmm. Um, He was a war hero. And the beast, like, you know, kidnapped her. Mm -hmm. And, like, kind of justice for Gaston. Mm -hmm. Like, all he did was really, like, want Belle. And maybe his methods were a little crazy. But, like, haven't we all done crazy things for love? I do also feel like they wanted a villain. Right. And, like, he did, like, get drunk and sing really loudly sometimes. Yeah, but so do I. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And they wanted you to, like, root against him. But I do think in Beauty and the Beast, I could go on about Beauty and the Beast. Me too. Is that... No one wanted to fuck the guy he turned into. He was a fratty lacrosse yes. dweeb who we hated. The Beast, at least, was like 6'4 and pulled off Capri's. And had a house. You know? He was a homeowner. Had, a palace. Had a library in Reeds. Right. That's super hot. Also, I do have to say, like, if we had to choose a villain of the film, it's obviously Belle's dad. He is, <laughs> I know. He is the worst character. He's a <laughs> moron. Like, you've made this trip back and forth to the farm or wherever he was going a thousand times and you get fucking lost. Like, get a map, bitch. Write down directions. He was like the village freak. And you know what? Like, he was the villain. At least Sorry. Gaston was good looking, right. like, fun to look at. No, at least Gaston, like, and, and Jackie once shared with me, like somebody actually put together like this whole PowerPoint presentation mm-hmm. of like why Gaston is an actual hero. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you look at like the socioeconomic like timing of the film, it's like post it's pre-revolutionary France. And actually in a few years, like there is this revolution and people like the beast, like they're overthrown by people like Gaston. So in a few years time, like Gaston is in power Yes. in this, you know, So time. it would have been a long-term investment for her. Exactly. I also, High yielding. And people will say the beast is super controlling and he is, but I do respect her for being like, I'm going to stay here and have gay utensils get me food the whole time and do the dishes mm-hmm. because this is comfortable for me. No, and it's like my napkins are going to dance their way onto my lap. <laughs> and back at home, I have to deal with my crazy ass dad. So you know what? I kind of like it here, even though I live in a cell. It does. Like, go back. To, that movie just is your therapy session. Be like, it's let's stop blaming everyone. It's your dad. Like, who, <laughs> right. Like, who do you identify with in the film? Because personally, mm-hmm. I'm a Lumiere. Like... <laughs> Uh, no doubt like I dazzle I entertain like I am a Lumiere oh my god who are you I feel like I'm like 
I'm the beast. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Has a man called me that before? Absolutely. <laughs> but I do feel, you know, like my biggest war is with myself mm-hmm. and I feel like the beast you know, is just trying his best, but like has some mental issues. Yeah, no, I agree. That does sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so April Love Geary is not signing a prenup. We don't care. Um, all right, according to the New York Post, actually according to TikTok, it's officially short King spring, and these fellas are soaring. After years of getting the short end of the stick, TikTok has declared that these little guys deserve a royal treatment. Short Kings is the new wave. Sorry to all y'all. Giraffes, one fellow celebrated on TikTok with a dance. It's being dubbed Short King Spring on social media. Single New Yorkers are looking for love. Less than 5'8", and a group who have been notoriously short-sided on dating apps are having their time because anyone taller than 5'11 no longer qualifies, one female with a tall order announced. But another one declared that she loves the shorties, and the TikTok tag hashtag Short King has more than 330 million views, <laughs> and some users are calling the increase in interest the Short King Spring. The trend is perhaps inspired by Tom Holland and Zendaya, whose height difference is 5'8", and she's 5'11", and it doesn't deter their romance, but it rather breaks the internet. So... I do think that it's more about energy than height. Mm, oh my god, you're like so LA. <laughs> that was the most LA shit I ever said. Because like, do I have jokes about short kings? Absolutely. Do I say that if we're on the Disney motive, um, Snow White, the fact that she was stuck with seven short men mm-hmm. was truly scary for truly. her. But I do think I love a short man with like bigger energy mm-hmm. they have to try harder for sure because then there's short men who have like the napoleon energy oh so toxic i don't want to get political but putin and <laughs> <laughs> right i'm not trying to make this cnn but no, putin and it's tnn but same same thing yes tnn so i think that it's i love that we're like giving confidence to men about their physical bodies but like it just seems like like what we're trying so hard like to okay. make men feel comfortable right, about their bodies right. i don't know it just sits wrong with me like, i'm where's like where's the energy for the female body positivity where's the energy? and uh yeah men oh, i this is toxic but i just don't think men need a campaign to feel comfortable in their own bodies in a world where like they're valued for they've always been valued for the personality everything. and everything else and they're they like they just have to be rich like shut up okay can i tell you why this story gives me like a pit in my stomach because yeah. it reminds me of like the real first or maybe second time I ever got like in like trouble on the internet before obviously like the major downfall of 2018 Mm -hmm. um in like 2016 when I was in college and I was like writing these blog posts I was just like trying to find things to like write about that was like funny and I just like had this thought one day how like it just sucks to be a short guy Mm -hmm. so I wrote this like hella offensive blog post about how like as a guy like if you're ugly but like you're rich um, or like really good at sports, like that just makes you hotter. Um, but the one thing like you really can never get around is being short. Like it just fucking sucks. Like you're always going to be the short guy, no matter how rich, no matter how smart, no matter how funny, no matter how athletic you are, the short king. Mm -hmm. And someone, it was my blog back in the day was like not popular. Like I can't stress that enough, (laughs) but somebody like found it and posted it on this subreddit. Like for, it was called R shorts, like Reddit for short people. Mm -hmm. And these short guys were just like lamenting about being short. And somebody posted a link to my blog post. And I was like coming back from class in college. And like, I opened my computer and I was like checking my Google analytics. (laughs) And I had like, 7,000 hits on my blog. I was like, holy shit. Like, finally, I'm not shadow banned. I'm like, I've gone viral. (laughs) And I started reading the comments and I was literally getting death threats. Like, literally, like, kill yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you could trace on Google Analytics, like, where the traffic is coming from. And it was like Reddit. I'm like, what is that? I never even heard of it. And I saw this. Like, is this for ugly men? They literally, like, 
they tore me apart. So I can really no, I can provide no further comment on short because <laughs> I because of my trauma. So you go. So can you continue? So yeah, you, I you am finish. notorious though for like. I know at Betches I was writing a ton of the like, do I like him or is he just tall? Right. I've come to the conclusion that just because he's tall does not mean he's a good person. Mm -hmm. Have I stayed like the amount of inches a guy is above six feet is the amount of months I stay with him after discovering he's a trash bag. Right. So like the tallness has hurt me. I also have gone from dating like six, ten guys to like a five, seven dude. How tall are you? I'm five, seven. And how tall is Taz? Does a six three and people don't talk about it enough. Yeah, so actually Ben is six one. Ben is massive, and I remember telling him that when I met him, I go sturdy. Yeah, the thing is, like, I do feel a little guilty because I'm five feet zero. Yeah, and I do feel like you know I am built like evolution wise, like I should have been mat matched up <laughs> with one of the short kings who's like five seven or five eight because that's still like way taller than me. Are you attracted to a five seven king? Um, I'm not attracted to anyone but my husband and my dog. That was a test, and she passed it. But you, I can like put you in my pocket, like you're a literal so keychain. Tiny and frail. I I am taller. I also like in my head wanted like a Division One athlete child, so I didn't have to pay for college. But yeah. that was me just like planning Dreaming too big. hard. Des also in photos looks smaller than he is, and people were like comparing him to certain short kings that I will not say. And I was like, but he is six three. And that is a huge reason why I was attracted mm -hmm. to that man in the beginning. I think attraction is important. And we could be attracted to tall men, short men, whatever. Agreed. But it's about being a kind, good person. Yeah, Let's I guess, work on that. Yeah, I guess I think Keith Urban's really hot. So, yeah, I'm attracted to short men. There's some short men where you're like, he fucks good. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like short men are like, they work harder. Like, no, they're just like into <laughs> freaky shit, you know? <laughs> well, like, sometimes their head is just like at my pussy, so oh, they can just no. like go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also think some tall men have that like tall man privilege where they didn't have to try. No, and they're like, blah. Yeah, like the, their personalities, like they never had to establish a personality because they'd always get attention. They People laughed at their jokes when they weren't funny just because you're tall. So right. there is something to be said about a short man that was like, I'm going to learn how to make a woman orgasm that I think some tall men miss that part Just so of they can life. become competitive, like get in the game. Yeah, so I do think there's pluses that we're not seeing here. It's like that episode of 30 Rock where Liz Lemon starts to date like John Hamm's character uh -huh. and it's like she's dating someone so much more like stunning than her uh -huh. and she didn't realize like these beautiful people like they live in a different universe where like you go to a restaurant you just like get a table you don't have to, like wait at the bar for 45 minutes and she's like loving like the riding the coattails of like this privilege um and it's so true <laughs> i've dated around the spectrum like i went from dating like a mascot in college right. to dating models because i thought it was like cool and it made me feel better about myself like but Are you like, referring to Luke as models? Sometimes. Okay. But like I dated a... Because I've never seen a model in anything. I, I dated a model where like he would say jokes to people that were so bad mm. and stupid. Like worse than dad jokes. And people right. would be like... <laughs> oh God. And the, I'm like, this is why he is the way he the is. The bar is so low. The bar is so low. And you do see that they're living in their own reality and that's why i think super hot people end up with super hot people because they can like live that shit together yeah we're like i that's what happened with me in bed <laughs> yeah exactly so you guys that's why we when you got shadow like, banned you were people. like this is crazy yeah we live in that beautiful people world where like shit like that just doesn't happen to us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. for sure like you go like this and uber's just You're come done. you don't even use the app yeah no i just <laughs> i just do a little of this 
Um, well, we have one more story, and I'm very excited to chat with you about it. And so is Legacy Box, because the fifth and final story is brought to you by Legacy Box. The simple, affordable, we've thought of everything solution for digitally preserving your past. Send in your Legacy Box filled with old VH VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures, and get back digital copies that can be easily enjoyed, shared, and organized. So declutter by digitizing your aging videotapes. If you've just got like VHS cassettes stacked up in storage units that you really want to be able to watch, share with your family, Legacy Box is the thing that you need. They make it so easy to digitize all of your old videos. They send you a kit that's super easy and safe. Um, each kit includes everything that you need to safely pack and send your recorded moments, including safety stickers. Legacy Box's team of 200 trained technicians process 19 different media types from VHS to Super 8 film by hand right here in the USA. They have been trusted in the industry in professionally digitizing families' memories for over a decade. Their exclusive barcoded online tracking system gets you um, up, to eight, up to 12 emailed updates along the way, so you always know what the process is, all of your... VHS and cassettes are in safe hands with Legacy Box. Get started preserving your past today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash toast to get an incredible 50% off. You guys are always DMing me like, what's the company that does? It's a great gift for anyone in your life. You could buy it now and use it later. But here it is. It's LegacyBox.com slash toast. Buy today and take advantage of the exclusive offer and send it in when you're ready. LegacyBox.com slash toast to save 50% off while supplies last. All right, our final story is a little tech news because we're just like two tech influencer girlies. Um, Instagram's new chronological mode is exactly what a feed should be according to The Verge. So they announced on Wednesday that they're adding two new modes that change how the main feed works, bringing back the much-awaited reverse chronological view. The company calls the two new modes the following modes and the favorite modes and say that they're designed to give you more choice and control over what you see while using the app. And that is let you avoid things like suggested post and algorithm sorting. So the, the description for the following feed is truly something to behold. They say, see the latest posts from accounts that you follow in the order that they were posted. Um, and then you could also have favorites where you choose like your favorite creators and you only see that feed. I'm not crazy about having two different ways. Like just choose. Yeah, like because don't make us use our brain any more than we have to. Like we're on Instagram for a reason. Like we're obviously bored. I'm, yeah, because... For some reason, we like took a break from TikTok. Right. I am having problems with Instagram. I just don't feel inspired by it. I mean, obviously, follow me. My page is amazing. But like, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm bored. I feel like they've hit a wall compared to TikTok is doing so well. And this is like making me even more nervous because as a creator, it's like you just feel like Instagram just has like a couple people being like, let's twist this around. I know. Next thing you know. And they're like post reels. Reels aren't working. No, like the way that the chokehold Instagram executives have like on our bills being paid yeah. is so crazy. You're 100 percent right. And I feel like why people love TikTok is because TikTok is so like they back the creators, they pay creators, which is insane. Like mm -hmm. the way YouTube does, the way Instagram should. So of course creators are fl flocking to TikTok. They pay creators, they make it so easy for creators to like be creative and and you and make content and and just have an easy experience on the app. The algorithm is so good on TikTok where I swear everyone who follows me is just like me. And the stuff I'm seeing, like they're diagnosing me with IBS. Like yeah. they know, TikTok knows me more than me. Where yeah, Instagram, like I feel like I'm walking into like, what kind of fuck? like a social influencer event that doesn't really want yes, me there. That's such a good analogy. It's and so you're true. kind of like, well, that's cool. But like, do I even want to be here? 100%. And I do think with social media, with everything, not to be LA, but if you feel bad about yourself after using it, stop. Yeah. So that's why I think we're naturally going to TikTok where it's stuff we want to see. That's actually so fucking true. 
Like, and I don't feel bad about myself. Like, I watched this woman yesterday right before bed. I've ended up on, like, I think Korean TikTok um, where she, like, has this big bowl of, like, soup and there's, like, 15 hard-boiled eggs in there. Mm-hmm. She eats each egg in, like, one bite and she just, like, with chopsticks, which is crazy to pick up a hard-boiled egg with chopsticks. Mm-hmm. She just takes each egg and, like, chews it and she's, like, this tiny little woman. I'm like, how are you eating so many eggs? And it was really, like, probably the best video I've seen in a while. I need to see that immediately. Uh, next time I find one, I'll send it to you. Because I envision it just being like, Yeah, no, and it's like so satisfying. She, she doesn't even chew, you know? It's gorgeous. <gasps> I love that for her. I know, and she's like eating so much and she's still so tiny, which is like my dream, But obviously. you see how that's like a beautiful and joyful moment? I know. And even besides what you're consuming on Instagram, the stress of being like, how do I make this photo dump like look interesting? I know. And So now we don't even post one. We have to post like 10. I know. And, and what do you think about the new generation of like influencers, creators becoming famous on TikTok? I think that it's a great launching pad as everything is, as you and I know, you know, veterans, um, it, old. You, you decide what you want for your career long term. And I think some TikTokers are popping off for like very specific things. I know. And some TikTokers, I think it's funny, they don't plan to pop off and they're like, shoot, I don't want to be making different iced coffee for the rest of my right. life. So some people, I think like Addison Ray, are going to be capable of doing a lot of things. And it just depends on kind of I your know. vision. You know, I like... Every time I run into like a TikToker who I meet, I'm like, I always feel like compelled to give them advice, which like, yeah. I don't know if they want to hear. Yeah. But like, it just makes me nervous that like all these young kids, they're having so much success and they're quitting their jobs and they're getting brand deals. And I just don't, it makes me nervous when influencers are going to, you know, plan the rest of their life to live off of brand deals mm-hmm. because brand deals are great and they're wonderful and there's a lot of money in there, but it's not stable income. And you know, you're really hot when you launch and then as anything happens, as you know, being on being on the internet, you have high moments, you have low moments, you're mm-hmm. hot, you're cold, you're irrelevant, you're relevant. So it just makes me nervous when like, you know, they're relying on all these brand deals. And I just like every time I meet them, they're like, Do you have any advice? I'm like, Yes, like write a book, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start like a home base, something, go on tour, like do something that you can make money from steadily that doesn't require a brand deal because like it just makes me nervous and doesn't require that if god forbid tiktok was taken over by aliens exactly you can exist because we have multiple sources of streams of income it's so it sounds so lame but it's so important and i do think it's cool that people are popping off but it's also like find something that you're passionate about that you want to do for long term yeah and I do think it's cool seeing how, but then some TikTokers, their fans are incredible yeah. and will show up to live shows. And, and that's when you know that you successfully transitioned from being like a content creator to being like a celebrity. Yeah. And then there's some TikTokers who have millions of followers, but they don't have that like connection with their audience. They launch merch and they sell 30 shirts. Exactly. That's why it's so important. Like me, I'm always talking about this and I talk about it a lot in the book. Like you can have, I would rather have a hundred thousand, like, dead ass devoted followers yes. than 2 million irrelevant people who like just like my content but like will never you know want to learn more about me never want to listen to my podcast watch a YouTube video like there's so much value at that on the, in that front it's about quality not quantity for sure and I do think my experience when starting reality TV was very like you're going to be you know shown in a lot of different situations and some people are going to like understand you and want to learn more about uh-huh. you and some people won't and that's totally fine it's like in stand up comedy Instead of trying to fight the one person with their hand like this, uh-huh. give it to your girlies. Yep, I give it to agree them more. and then grow from there. And yep. I do think sim- we're similar in a way where I think our followers 
are very similar to us and get us. And yeah, like, and they're in similar stages of their life. Exactly, and we're growing with them. So anyway, the TikTok, the scary thing is like some of these people are literally 16. I know, and I feel like I just get nervous. So like if there's any up-and-coming TikTokers, like just take my advice. Like don't just, like it's all really hot right now, mm-hmm. but that shit dies down so quickly, like another app comes. And so make all the money that you can right now, but also plan for the future. Like if you really want to get into like the business of influencing, like start other revenue streams. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just want to switch gears because we are done with the stories, but there's one more thing before I let you go that I like, kind of want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of like, like you have been through a reunion mm-hmm. and I just want to know like the, like what's that like? Like how many hours is it? Like six to eight. I mean, oh. ours are not housewives, housewives are like status. 15. Like I do think Andy is like, your show's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like Andy, I don't think he watched our show at all. He like saw a clip and yeah, he was like highlight reel. Highlight reel. Um, but it's fun to like get dressed up mm-hmm. and stuff. And and where was it in the city? It was somewhere in the city. My first one was over Zoom, oh, which was so funny because Paige and I texted the entire time. And then like you think you you can cut in and then you can't. And right. You're just like and then. Oh god! Because <laughs> you know, like timing is so important yeah, to say course. something, and it takes there's like a couple second audio lag, so like no one hears you. The Zoom was wild, or someone would just be going on and on, and like no one could cut them off mm-hmm. because like they're in their moment, and then someone's like headphones are breaking, so it's hard to get the momentum. It's so annoying. Um, my last reunion, I. I did not watch it and I did black out and I cried the whole time so I don't I did watch it and I just want to <laughs> let you know I thought like you were treated really unfairly thank you even I love though you. like I thought the editing was really bad for you but you like also did yourself no favors <laughs> but then like okay it wasn't that serious like everyone was being so mean at the reunion like calm the fuck down it's not that serious no I know I mean I'm all about entertaining stirring the pot having fun showing up and I did not anticipate what was happening cause, yeah you know I, it's not that serious and also like I've been in the game for four years and I like really did care about all those people. Of course. Mm-hmm. And you're still friendly with a lot of them. Yes. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Would you ever do reality TV again? Um, I think knowing how the sausage is made, it's a little hard. And I do mm-hmm. think I bring more value being like purely myself and not a character. Mm-hmm. But who knows in the future, like when I might need money. Yeah, of course. Oh my God. Never count out the countess. <laughs> no, but I mean like overall, like there could be fun situations. My favorite show is Pipples and Parolees. What the fuck is that? Oh my God. It's in Louisiana and it's this lady who works with paroles, like people who are out of uh-huh. jail and rescuing Pipples oh. and they give the Pipples to people and they find matches and these people, oh, it's about so like giving cute. people a second chance and like, I want to be in an animal show. <laughs> Speaking of weird shit we watch, do you watch Mrs. Dutchie on TikTok? No. <gasps> what? Okay, Mrs. Dutchie. Wait, is she a dog? No. Oh. <laughs> she's a lady. Okay, it sounds like one of those dogs who dresses up, but no, continue. No, she's a lady who goes live on TikTok every single night for three hours, and she makes tumblers, like, out of resin. Yes, I know who she is. And, like, she's so cute, and, like, people order... The, the tumblers and she's on the phone with them like choosing the colors and she's like oh my god this is gorgeous but they like change their minds if there's drama yeah yeah, yeah. there's like always <laughs> drama like it's so <laughs> exciting she goes and like i don't even follow her but i know she comes up on my for you page every single night because she goes live from 8 to 11 and i just wanted to see if you were like a miss dutchy girl and- i am a miss dutchy girl okay. i didn't know her name i just knew the energy she gave me and it- mrs dutchy mrs dutchy yeah. i apologize <laughs> but that is like a version of asmr and i love that you brought her up because she's older in her life mm-hmm. um and she's having so much success a wise queen and for people who see like tiktokers blowing up um buying four houses in la i like to think of people as popcorn actually mike feeney a comic 
said this example that like we're all under the same temperature but we pop at different times oh i love that and i do think that's important for people to know yeah because if you're not like hitting where you thought you'd hit at a certain age like you're just not popping yet it's fine and also like when i was 16 i probably wasn't going to be putting my best foot forward out in the entertainment industry right so it's probably for the best (laughs) yeah that you didn't pop at 16 exactly i didn't pop my pussy at 16 um well hannah it has been an absolute pleasure a glory having you thank you so much for being here thank you so much for having me i'm truly a fan and this has been a career like check mark for yes me. where can people find tickets to your stand-up and all your content so do well, i'm your gonna little... be in denver and austin go to hannahburner.com when are you going to austin the 20th to the 23rd of april sorry oh sorry i'm going to thursday <laughs> oh my god that's so exciting i, know, I love so austin i love freaking... austin oh. tickets available at girlpooljob.com slash tour yes sorry. and then promote. follow me you on promote. tiktok um now i'm paranoid about getting shadow banned so definitely follow me at being burns instagram at being burns and listen to Paige and i on giggly squad yes it's so cute and if you like mental health comedy stuff burning in hell b-e-r-n-a-i whatever you're such a good last name for like puns <laughs> yes i have like no puns and also we discovered oh well yeah we discovered your coffee shtick when mm-hmm. you were in it when we were like this girl just hates coffee but you were using it to just shit on every single every person's order and it was amazing because we were like how is she gonna gag in this i have to say like every time you talk about me on giggly squad i do get a dm about it and i listen to the entire episode like, you do, okay. waiting for like my moment but that makes me happy because sometimes like you'll mention someone's name and everyone's like they talk shit about you but we literally were like she's iconic no so i get like a messages all the time like you were mentioned on x podcast and like i try and gauge like from the person sending the message like is this a positive or a negative because with yeah. me it really could go either way yeah um and I figured you guys were positive. Because we were also online sleuths like you where we were sending stuff to each other right. from you. And mm-hmm. then we were like, well, we have to tell the girlies what's going on. The girlies. Thank you so much for being here. Come see Hannah out on tour. She's so funny. Listen to her podcast. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on TikTok. Also follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for listening to The Morning Toast. I hope you had a great week. Sorry about all the drama with the stomach flu. I am feeling better. Thank you so much, everyone who reached out. We're back next week with a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday episode. The schedule will be up on Wednesday. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm in Dallas, Houston, and Austin. So come see me. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please fucking subscribe already, okay? And give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about a beautiful setting. It's smart we are. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Toasters. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.